It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Happy Friday. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This show brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On to get 10 bucks off your first order. That's using the promo code Locked On, all one word, for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Give me a follow on Twitter at Bob Brack. Follow the show at Locked On AZ Cards. And while you're at it, you're doing this massive follow Friday. Follow my co host, Alex Clancy. He is indeed my co host. I know he's been absentee. For far too long, but the guy is trying to get back to 100% health. Give him a follow at Clancy's Corner. He's still 100% health, churning out the tweets at Clancy's Corner. Uh, I, I did get a tweet recently from our friend Camping underscore Coyote at AZ underscore 99XJ, wondering uh, where he could send his resume to replace Clancy as my co-host. And look, we're always taking resumes. But, you know, whether or not we can uh, finally get Clancy off of the show, uh, that that would be a miracle. But we appreciate your interest. Uh, we'll, we'll file that thing away. And uh, once once Clancy, I don't know, finally says something that gets him canceled, we'll, get, uh, we'll start interviewing for the co-host position. Having way too much fun, though, you know, in what's, you know, usually considered the down season of, of the NFL offseason. We're just awaiting training camp to open uh, there's there's a ton of storylines, and there's a ton of disrespect that continues to follow the Arizona Cardinals. And I want to talk about that. As far as the Arizona Cardinals go, there isn't a whole lot of respect as far as the roster that Steve Keim has turned over, revamped the past two off seasons. And ESPN Pro Football Focus got together and they compiled and ranked the 2020 NFL rosters, and the Cardinals, they spit in their face, basically. We'll chat about it. Plus, the disrespect doesn't stop there. One of the Cardinals' best players continues to put up outrageous numbers and produce and not get rewarded for it, not get the uh, recognition he deserves. We'll get into all of that here on Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network. Despite more postponements, the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals, they're staying on course. They won't be deterred. That's your Locked On Cardinals lead story. I'm your host, Paul Brock. In a phone call with the owners on Thursday, the NFL informed its organizations that training camps are on track to open at the end of July. NFL Executive Vice President General Counsel Jeff Pash, not to be confused with Cardinals play-by-play man Dave Pash, Jeff Pash says COVID-19 has not altered training camp opening dates. Many franchises eyeing July 28th to report to camps. The news comes on the heels of the Pro Football Hall of Fame canceling the NFL's preseason opening game next month between the Dallas Cowboys and Pittsburgh Steelers and postpone its annual enshrinement ceremony because of the coronavirus pandemic. A shortened preseason slate may still be in the cards. Multiple reports said that the league could cut the exhibition schedule in half from four to two games. Pash tells ESPN that the NFL expects to know soon if they do want to tweak the preseason. The Cardinals, as of right now, scheduled to open up their preseason on the road August 15th against the Green Bay Packers at historic Lambeau Field. 
The NFL chief medical advisor also joined the call. He says that the NFL is negotiating with the NFL Players Association about a coronavirus testing program. The NFL is setting up, quote, very ambitious program that's designed to, quote, keep everyone in the team environment as safe as possible. Testing is only one part of the deal. Organizations should remain diligent about social distancing and wearing masks. We recently saw, actually Thursday, Saints safety Malcolm Jenkins, who's a part of the NFLPA executive committee, he tells CNN, who he's working for, the risk surrounding the coronavirus, quote, has to really be eliminated, close quote, before he would comfortably return to play in the 2020 season. Few of the Arizona Cardinals have voiced similar statements. After the NFL released a statement on Saturday condemning joint voluntary workouts between players, it appears some of the Cardinals traveled to Dallas, at the very least, to see quarterback Kyler Murray's former high school. Social media posts suggest that at least new wide receiver one DeAndre Hopkins, backup quarterback Brett Hundley, and rookie running back Eno Benjamin made the visit. Murray dropped some cash to fly out his fellow QBs along with skill position players to work out before the NFL statement dropped on Saturday. I'm not saying that the crew still got together to work out, but I am saying if they all were together already in Dallas and they happen to be near a field, say like Kyler Murray's old high school stomping grounds, a multi-million dollar facility, maybe one could surmise workouts went down. Other topics discussed on the phone call between the league and its owners, the NFL has not finalized the plan for fan attendance at games and may leave the decision up to individual teams. The Cardinals' first home game at State Farm Stadium is scheduled for the second week of the preseason on August 22nd against the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs or the preseason finale September 3rd against the Denver Broncos. The Cardinals' first regular season game in Glendale is Week 2 against the Washington Redskins on September 20th. Now, owners did vote to add covers to seats close to the field to add a physical distancing buffer between the fans and teams and players. The tarps placed on the seats can have sponsorship logos to help drive revenue. Of course, you want to generate cash to maybe compensate for the less tickets that are being sold or no tickets that are sold, food and beers that teams won't sell. The NFL is also working with the Players Association, the Players Coalition, and other groups on voter education and a registration initiative. So a ton of logistics for the league to figure out between now and training camp, as well as now in the first preseason game, and of course, kick off the 2020 regular season. But one thing's for sure, the call revealed that what we've known for the entire offseason, the NFL remains motivated to open up its regular season on time. We have yet to see the many public hurdles or disputes to get there like we've seen with other major sports like Major League Baseball and the National Basketball Association. With that being said, Kyler Murray did or did he not work out with his receivers and fellow quarterbacks this week in Dallas? One can only speculate, right? But if the NFL remains on track, training camp opens up less than a month from now. And that will give Kyler Murray, his new teammates, his returning teammates, ample opportunity to get them on the same page in preparation for the 2020 NFL season. You can uh, jump to your own conclusions whether or not Kyler Murray and his teammates are working out together in Dallas. I mean, the social media pictures are there. Brett Hundley, you know, Benjamin, I think a couple of them on Kyler Murray's high school field, which is like a 
50 to $60 million facility, which is absurd, but that's Texas high school football for you. That's that's the mecca of high school football. Uh, it is, it's interesting. I mean, if God forbid that they're like captured through picture or video working out because then they would be publicly shamed. Just on ESPN.com, Tom Brady, uh, Ian O'Connor, uh, who does some of their NFL coverage, wrote a, a book recently on Bill Belichick, He's followed Tom Brady, but calling Brady's personal workouts a bad example. Um, so Cardinals, if they are working out, they're doing a good job kind of keeping that under wraps for the most part. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Bo Brock. There is still a, a lot of disrespect for the Arizona Cardinals, and I want to continue to get into that, uh, including the absurd ranking of the Arizona Cardinals roster. It's way too far down the list across the NFL of all the 32 teams. Of all the work that Steve Kime has put in this offseason and building this roster and where they fall. Real big sign of disrespect for the organization. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Bob Brack. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Follow the show, at LockdownAZCards. Speaking of respect, I don't think that Built Bar gets enough respect for being the best tasting protein bar ever. And not only is it tasty, it's healthy. It's just as nutritious as it is delicious. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. You can't get around that. I mean, it's a straight-up candy bar, but with all the healthy things that you want out of your protein bar. Because it is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 16 amazing flavors, 8 chocolate nut flavors, 8 chocolate nut free flavors. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. Soft, easy to chew. Built Bar, it's great for the health-conscious person. Lose, maintain weight while indulging with this delicious treat. Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, but high in protein and high in fiber. 20 grams of protein in the peanut butter brownie. 170 calories, just 3 grams of sugar, and just 3 grams of net carbs. Right now, check out BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, all one word. You'll get $10 off your first order. That's going and using the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We talk about the NFL, but uh, of course the NBA, Major League Baseball attempting a comeback after a coronavirus hiatus. Saw the San Francisco Giants want to let their fans display cutout images of themselves in the stands. And it makes me think about the New York Giants, the G-Men. I think that they just need cardboard cutouts of all the most ridiculous Eli Manning faces that are out on the internet. That would just be great. If you tune into like a Fox Sunday broadcast of a New York Giants game and there's just a bunch of dopey-faced Eli Manning staring back at you on your screen, that'd be great. It's Locked On Cardinals brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. You can get 10 bucks off your first order. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Bob Brack. We're going to get into a huge conversation about disrespect. 
because there's a whole lot of it going around and surrounding the Arizona Cardinals. So recently, uh, and, and also kind of uh, the disrespect, I'll just say this real quick, it, it bleeds onto individual players. And this has happened for a long time, right? I mean, Patrick Peterson's been one of the best corners in the league, and I don't think he ever truly got the respect he deserved outside of the Cardinals uh, at one point paying him and compensating him as the top corner for a short bit. Uh, I don't think that the, the player, you know, whether it's Larry Fitzgerald, Patrick Peterson, Chandler Jones, uh, even Kyler Murray, I don't think that those guys get the respect that they necessarily deserve. And, and that's been, you know, with winning brings that. But I even thought when the Cardinals were at one point preseason Super Bowl favorites going from the 2015 offseason or the 2015 season to 2016 and that offseason, there still wasn't a whole lot of fanfare between or for their big time players. But the Cardinals this offseason are a trendy pick, right? A trendy pick to go from sub 500 to potential playoff contender. That's why I was puzzled when I opened up the article in Pro Football Focus in ESPN with an eye towards projected starters and ratings based on how 2019 finished, where the Arizona Cardinals ranked or rated. It was 24th. 24! Using both the Pro Football Focus grades of the 2019 season... A number that included every projected starter. A list that was, in my opinion, far too analytics-driven. Like, maybe this puts it in perspective, right? When you look at the ratings, and they've got all the starters there, you look at the Houston Texans, and David Johnson had a pro football focus rating just over 72 in 2019. Which, according to pro football focus, is an average rating for for a football player, between 70 and 79. You're an average player, according to PFF. Where Cardinals running back, their RB1, Kenyon Drake, had a worse rating than DJ, around 71. And then that's where I, just using common sense, say, I don't think so. We all watched the games. At no point last season was David Johnson a better back than Kenyon Drake. It just wasn't, it didn't happen. Catching the football a couple times, sure. But if you just turn on a Cardinals game, you saw that Kenyon Drake was the better back. Now, I mean, there that was a few of the exceptions. I think that Pro Football Focus does a good job, and I'm not somebody to just look at a stat sheet, crumple it up, and say this is meaningless, because absolutely there is truth to it. I was a big Moneyball fan. Michael Lewis's book on Billy Bean and how they basically changed... Major League Baseball with analytics. The Arizona Cardinals aren't going to win any statistical beauty pageant. Far from it. This is hard data without room to speculate or project development. This is what last season told us strictly through numbers. Kyler Murray was a below average quarterback. That's what the ratings tell us. According to the ratings, the Cardinals only have two high-quality players on the roster, Chandler Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins was one of the top five most valuable non-quarterbacks in the NFL last season. High praise. I don't want to sound like a crazy person, but I, I just want to continue to use common sense, though. 
Chandler Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Kenyon Drake, Larry Fitzgerald, DJ Humphreys, Patrick Peterson, Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons, Kyler Murray, Christian Kirk. Those are good NFL players. The biggest weakness that was identified was the pass rush, according to Pro Football Focus, saying that the sack numbers are empty shells from Devon Kennard and Jordan Phillips. There aren't any reliable rushers outside of Chandler Jones, and that's something that we've known for a long time here in the desert. It's like, who's going to play left field next to Ken Griffey Jr.? Who's going to play opposite Patrick Peterson at cornerback? Chandler Jones hasn't had a reliable pass rusher playing opposite him almost for his entire Cardinals tenure. Maybe Marcus Golden at one point. So, but call me an old school curmudgeon and yeah, I mean, I still look up triple crown baseball stats. I'm still looking at batting average, home runs, RBIs, pitching. I still check out wins. I still check out ERA to make my determination on baseball players. I also watch the games. And sure, I might be sitting here blissfully burying my head in the sand, avoiding a better statistical representation of what makes an impactful football, baseball, basketball player. But look, I believe in next-gen stats. I think that there's a place for them. But they're not the gospel. And you'd have to think that it's absurd that the Cardinals have the 24th best collection of talent in the NFL. That a team like the Detroit Lions are a top 20 collection of talent and the Arizona Cardinals are near the bottom tier as far as roster rankings are concerned. Despite all the good moves made this offseason, the Cardinals continue to have a lot of doubters. And that's, look, that that's absolutely the skepticism following the Arizona Cardinals and the doubt, I think it's well warranted. You win you win eight games in two seasons, you're not going to have a whole lot of fanfare. And the only way the team is going to be able to change that narrative, the only possible way in 2020 is producing on the field. And the nerd numbers, the ratings, the stats, the wins, they'll follow. But there's a ton of disrespect around this team. There absolutely is. Got a fo- another example of that, more on an individual player le- uh, basis. I'll tell you all about it. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Give me a follow on Twitter at Bob Brock. Follow the show at Locked On AZ Cards. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. As we continue our discussion about disrespect, uh, the Cardinals are getting respect for one thing, and I'll tell you about it. Also, I mean, let's continue that a little bit. There was a uh, Twitter user out there, Harrison Bryson, who took all the NFL quarterbacks and found their stock equivalent. Like, if NFL quarterbacks were stocks, what would they be? 
Um, like, for example, if, if you look at it, uh, Russell Wilson would be Apple stock. Uh, has done nothing but exceeded expectations from sta- since day one. Lamar Jackson would be Chipotle. Had a phenomenal 2019. One medical issue can go back being below average performer. Y- you get it, right? So where does Kyler Murray fall in this? And um, Harrison Bryson, at Harrison T. Bryson on Twitter, you know, he has Tom Brady as Disney, and you've got uh, Kyler Murray as Zoom. And if you're living in today's world, you know that Zoom stock probably doing pretty well considering it's something that went from some of us using to a lot of us using in a short amount of time due to the coronavirus pandemic. Just kind of a fun little thing that Harrison Bryson did on social media. You can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnAZCards. You can follow me, Bo Brock, at Bob Brack. Follow my co-host at Clancy's Corner, Alex Clancy. Wish him, uh, wish him well. So let's let's continue the discussion about disrespect. As the Arizona Cardinals, their roster was ranked 24th in the NFL. That's the bottom half of the league. Continuing the discussion about disrespect, Chandler Jones, who Bucky Brooks earlier this offseason said was the best pass rusher in the NFL. And you, if you follow Bucky Brooks, you respect his opinion. Absolutely. Finally, somebody giving and acknowledging Chandler Jones for the absurd stats that he puts up year in and year out. His relentless pursuit of the quarterback during his entire career finally being acknowledged. His relentless pursuit and success. He just turned 30. He's more dominant than ever. He has 60 sacks, including 19 last season. Eight forced fumbles, tied for the most in the NFL. Ranked third by CBS Sports in their pass rush ranking. Third. Not second. Third. Number two was Miles Garrett, the helmet-wielding psycho. I don't know if he's a psycho. He seems like a pretty mild-mannered guy outside of that uh, incident. Who was the number one overall pick. Had seven sacks in 11 games before being suspended indefinitely the remainder of last season. Had 13 and a half sacks in 2018, but Chandler Jones still, at this point in his career, better pass rusher than Miles Garrett. Prove me wrong. And then number one, not J.J. Watt, T.J. Watt of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Former 30th overall pick. This is the logic here. He improved his sack totals to 14 and a half sacks last season from 13 and 7 the previous two seasons. He forced a career-best eight fumbles. Well, last time I checked, he was tied with Chandler Jones for that league lead at 25 years old. I disrespect. Let's not let's not get too cute here. Chandler Jones is the best pass rusher right now in the NFL. He's the most polished. He might not be the youngest any longer, but he gets to the quarterback and he also causes turnovers. TJ Watt. Miles Garrett. Get get out of here with that. When we start talking about we look at the raw data. 
And, you know, I know it's just a few minutes ago, I, I'm, I'm asking, I'm pleading with you to maybe excuse that. But Chandler Jones right now is your top pass rush specialist. I just think that there's disrespect there. There's there's catering and pandering to Steelers fans. I, I I just don't get why you can't just acknowledge how good, how great Chandler Jones has been. As you look at uh, the rest of these rankings and you look at the defensive line, of course the Arizona Cardinals don't have any interior defensive linemen on that list. Um, but you know, it, let's let's at least give the respect where it's due. Uh, also gaining, well, I guess not also, but gaining respect is is the Cardinals' offseason. That's you know that sparked the discussion about why would they still be ranked, uh, kind of in the lower tier, lower quadrant of the NFL as far as roster rankings. Um, the Cardinals had, according to CBS Sports, had. Uh, the second best offseason in 2020, just behind the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I, I don't disagree with that. You bring in Tom Brady, all the rings, you bring along with him his boy Gronk. You got Rob Gronkowski coming to Tampa Bay. You draft Tristan Wirfs. I get it. Absolutely. It's, that, that's tough to compete with. The Arizona Cardinals are number two. They got rid of David Johnson's bad contract, and not only did they do that, they brought over DeAndre Hopkins. They kept DJ Humphreys after he had a career year. They kept Kenyon Drake. Same thing. Larry Fitzgerald returned. They helped you know, add potential impact makers on the defensive side of the football. Devondre Cannibal, Devon Kennard. They drafted one of the best defenders in the 2020 NFL draft in Isaiah Simmons. And then they got Josh Jones, very good value, potential starting offensive tackle in the NFL, 72nd overall in the third round. As far as talent on this roster, they showed a lot of growth in that spot and are poised absolutely to take a step forward in the NFC West and just the NFL standings next season. Finally. Quick note, too. Uh, I was checking this out. Revenge of the Birds. Check out their work, revengeofthebirds.com. Pointing out the dead cap space expected uh, for the Arizona Cardinals in 2020. And it's uh, $10 million, just over $10 bucks. And as Seth Cox points out, uh, not too shabby compared to last year's dead cap space number um, where they had... Uh, Close to 50, was it over $50 million in dead cap money? Paying guys last year like Sam Bradford, Andre Smith, Mike Lennon, Josh Rosen. Uh, this year, a little smaller. I mean, we talk about David Johnson, dead cap money, counting towards the Cardinals, six million bucks, Terrell Suggs, two million bucks, Darius Phylon. What are you going to do about that? That guy was a scumbag. They had to release him, and they did that. They got to pay him two million bucks to go away. So not too bad with Steve Kime, somebody who's kind of notorious for that, having a bunch of dead cap money. I do want to get into the discussion next week, and this is uh, this is something I don't like to spend too much time on. 
uh, during the off season and especially during training camp and preseason. There can be a lot of fool's gold out there. But I do want to chat about some undrafted free agents that the Cardinals have signed and maybe some roster long shots. Because I feel like you can spend a lot of time on those guys and then the next thing you know, the entire season happens and those guys are on the side of milk cartons and, and you're sitting there in the next offseason and be like, hey, remember this guy? Remember we talked about him a lot? Remember he didn't do anything? Never played? Might have been a practice squad guy? And then there's like the, you know, the cool stories of undrafted free agents coming in, making an impact. We'll talk about it. Next week on Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Give me a follow on Twitter. I'm Bob Brock at Bob Brock. Follow the show at Locked On Easy Cards. That's going to wrap up this edition of Locked On Cardinals. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NFL. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.